Get Sleepy is a production of Slumber Studios and is made possible thanks to the generous support of our sponsors and premium members. If you'd like to listen ad-free and access weekly bonus episodes, extra long stories, and our entire back catalogue, you can try out Premium free for seven days by following the link in the episode notes. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, and welcome to Get Sleepy, where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. I'm your host, Thomas. Thank you for listening. Tonight's story is an extra long episode, giving you plenty of time to settle down and fall asleep. It's about a woman who notices she's become caught up in the day-to-day hustle and constant device scrolling of the modern world. She's decided that it's hampering her ability to find joy and peace in the present moment, to just sit with herself and be still. And so she decides to take a weekend away without devices, and truly unplug. Shortly, we'll hear her story, one that was beautifully written by Layla. In order to keep bringing you new episodes of Get Sleepy each and every week, we rely on the amazing support of our premium subscribers. So, if you're enjoying the show and you feel you're getting a lot of value from it, And if you're in a position to do so, of course, it would mean the world to have your support too. In return, Get Sleepy Premium gives you access to our entire catalogue of well over 500 full-length episodes, and they're all entirely ad-free, so you can listen without interruption. And that's not all. As a premium supporter, you'll receive a brand new bonus episode every single Thursday. In tomorrow's premium episode, we have a story set on a beach in India where a dog named Raju makes a special new friend. It's an incredibly sweet tale, which will be read by Gwen, so I hope you'll join us for that tomorrow. If you'd like to give premium a try, but want to be sure it's for you before committing, 
remember that you have a seven-day free trial to begin with, and you can cancel any time. For more information, visit GetSleepy.com support, or just follow the link in the show notes. Thank you all so much. It's almost time to hear about Maya and her weekend of calm away from the usual busyness of life. But first, I'd like to invite you to grant yourself a moment of calm. Whatever device you're using to listen to tonight's story, take a moment to be grateful to have it and for all the convenience and entertainment it offers. This story will explore the pros and cons of these wonderful devices, but let's not feel any guilt about using them. They are tools and toys that are meant for us to enjoy and any time we feel we could use a break from them, like tonight's character, that's an option too. For example, we can grant ourselves a mini unplugging at bedtime. Tonight, you can decide that your device's sole purpose is to play this episode. Its other fabulous uses can wait until tomorrow. Allow yourself to switch off for the night, both your devices and your own busy mind. Let your thoughts slow down and meander away. If anything keeps popping up in your mind, don't worry. Just observe any thoughts and then let them go. If you find your mind wandering away again, bring it back to my voice once more. If you haven't yet, allow your eyes to close. Breathe softly and naturally. And now, let's head to California, where our story begins.
Maya was sitting in her kitchen. She set down her phone and stretched. Then she looked down at her phone on the table. Its screen shined brightly. She frowned a little. On second thought, she decided she needed another degree of separation from the tempting little screen. So she turned it over, face down on the kitchen table in front of her. Outside her window was a lovely view. A plum tree was in bloom, its branches dripping with tiny blossoms, their fresh white petals tinged with pink. Beyond it, a deep blue sky was dotted with lazily drifting clouds. Maya picked up her phone absent-mindedly and flipped it over to look at the screen. She tapped impatiently at her various chat and messaging apps, but nothing new and exciting had come in during the last, what, thirty seconds? Only the old messages were there, seeming to chide her for not having taken care of them yet. Then, Maya realized what she had just done. She shook her head a little and laughed softly at herself, and she put the phone back down, more firmly this time. She forced herself to look back out the window and focus on the lovely, though static, view. She had recently become aware that she didn't seem to be appreciating the world and her life quite the way she used to. She didn't seem to draw the same enjoyment from them and she felt that part of the blame for that lay with overusing her devices. The root problem, she felt, was that she'd slipped into the habit of rushing through life, focused on always getting something done. In the process, she'd lost the practice of spending time just being present in the moment, appreciating it. But a big contributor to that root problem was her devices, especially her phone, which went everywhere with her and so easily intruded on every moment. Maya loved her phone 
and was grateful to have it. She was very clear about that. It was a wonderful tool for getting things done and being productive, and for great entertainment too. She really appreciated the convenience, connection, and fun that it offered, and she didn't feel the least bit guilty about it. However, the fact that it was such a wonderful tool meant that sometimes it was a little too seductive. It was so tempting to constantly check it for anything important that the act of checking it became a task in itself. Checking the screen became something she felt constantly compelled to get done, even when there was nothing new or pressing for her to see. For this reason, Maya had decided to begin to limit herself, to challenge herself not to pick up the phone quite so often, and to try to rebuild her ability to just sit and be in a place for a few moments now and then. So, just a moment ago, she'd made herself a cup of fragrant tea, and she sat down in front of the window to enjoy the warm drink and contemplate the gorgeous day. It ought to be enough, she thought, a lovely view to observe, and sweet tea to sip. Yet, she kept feeling agitated, and this fact led her to a sudden decision. She would have to up the ante and go cold turkey. If she wanted to rediscover her joy and ability to live in the moment, she couldn't just make a half-hearted effort to occasionally stare out her kitchen window. She would need to take more drastic action to reset her mind and her habits. She would take a device-free vacation, she decided. Nothing big, nothing long, just a weekend. She could manage that, couldn't she? She thought about it while she finished the warm, aromatic tea. She got up and stretched, then slowly washed out her mug and patted it dry. Then she consciously chose to pick up her phone again, this time with a specific purpose. She went online 
and looked for rentals along the California coast, not too far from where she lived. She browsed the options until she found what she was seeking, a simple cottage in a quiet stretch of land near the ocean with few amenities. It was located within a few hours' drive of her home. Perfect. She checked her calendar and made a couple of quick calls to choose a good weekend to disconnect and go away. Then she clicked to book the cottage for a weekend towards the end of the month. Over the following weeks, Maya thought through what she wanted to accomplish during her weekend away. Her retreat, as she was coming to think of it. Her goals were simple, and yet also challenging. She wanted to retrain her mind to slow down and be comfortable without constant stimulation and input. To reprogram her brain to once again experience joy in the world's beauty, rather than always seeking jolts of adrenaline from a new notification or a new click. Over the rest of the month, she also continued to practice for her big retreat. For example, she left her phone at home when she took a short walk, or she put it in a drawer while reading a book, or even while watching a show on a larger screen. And so the weeks slid by, and soon it was time for her weekend retreat. On the Friday afternoon of her trip, Maya set her phone down in her living room and took a deep breath. There was a landline at the cottage, and she'd given the phone number there to everyone who might need to reach her. Her phone would be waiting for her with all its joys and opportunities when she returned. For now, she was free to unplug. She took a moment to mentally congratulate herself for taking this course of action. Then she picked up her little overnight bag. It was a cute sage green duffel bag with a thick comfortable shoulder strap. It had kept her company on some fun overnight adventures in the past, and the memories of those accompanied her now 
as she headed out to her car. She buckled into the driver's seat and turned on the radio. A song she loved came on, and she was pleased to start her drive, listening to a favorite tune. She had to weave her way through traffic at first, but Maya consciously relaxed her shoulders and kept her breathing even. This was a favorite trick of hers, which never failed to make her feel calmer and more at ease behind the wheel. Maya found her mind wandering ahead as she navigated the turns of her route. She wondered what the cabin would be like in person, and what it would feel like to spend the weekend disconnected and on her own. She knew she might feel bored at times, but she welcomed that. She welcomed the challenge to sit with herself and the world, to practice acceptance and to stretch her mind to entertain itself. After driving for a while, she left the most urban part of her route behind. Now she was on a country highway with few lanes and less traffic. Open spaces began to line the road, and she found herself breathing deeper at the sight of green fields and trees. Another favorite tune came on the radio, and she turned up the volume. She sang along to the familiar words. It looked like a lovely evening, and on a whim, she rolled down her window. As the breeze ruffled her hair, she realized she couldn't remember the last time she'd driven with the windows open. It felt wonderful and free. She'd been worried that the drive might be long and boring, but Maya realized she was smiling as she sped down the open road, music playing and the wind pulling at her hair. By the time she finished the drive and found the address she was looking for, She was feeling decidedly optimistic. She turned up a little dirt driveway and came to a stop in front of the cottage. It was unpretentious and charming, 
a small wooden cottage, spick and span, in fresh white paint, with a tulip magnolia tree blooming alongside the door. A covered porch ran all the way around the house, and there was a porch swing on one side. Maya climbed out of the car and shouldered her bag. A soft breeze was blowing, and she could smell the ocean not far away. She turned to look towards it, off on the other side of the road. A field sprawled there, and she knew if she crossed it, she'd reach a cliff overlooking a rocky beach. She was eager to explore the rugged, blustery coast of this part of Northern California tomorrow. For tonight, she would focus on getting settled. She found a lockbox where the owner had left her a key, and got into the cottage with no trouble at all. It was as cozy and welcoming inside as it had looked outside. The living room was surrounded by old-fashioned, multi-paned windows that let in the view. A comfortably worn, but scrupulously clean couch and armchair surrounded a fireplace. Between them, a beautiful lamp sat on an antique wooden side table, along with a local magazine and several nature guides to the area's wildlife. There was a simple and immaculate farm-style kitchen behind the living room on one side of the cottage. On the other side was a snug bedroom with an antique set of furniture painted a cheery yellow. A snowy down comforter billowed over fresh cotton sheets on the big bed. It looked like a wonderful place to rest. Maya looked forward to snuggling into the bed, but she was in no rush. She wanted to take a walk after her long drive, and she'd seen that there was a small market not far away. That would be just the place to pick up supplies for a simple dinner. She pulled on her warm jacket and picked up a shopping tote that the owner had thoughtfully left hanging in the kitchen. 
Then she stepped outside and struck out briskly in the direction of the market. The road was a simple affair that ran alongside the coastline, edged on one side by open fields, and on the other by a smattering of houses with rambling yards. A cool wind swept across the fields from the ocean, bringing with it a wild, salty smell and a damp coolness that made Maya feel tremendously alive. She breathed it in deeply, and images swelled into her mind of waves and tide pools, sea animals, and windswept rocks. She found herself stretching her arms out wide, letting the ocean wind blow over her. Already, she felt a world away from her daily life. She smiled into the slowly sinking sun high in the sky, way out over the ocean. The cloud-streaked sky was just turning a golden pink that foretold a beautiful sunset. She was eager to pick up the supplies for her meal and get home in time to watch it from the cozy cottage. In moments, she arrived at the little country market. A bell tinkled as she walked in, and a man behind the counter looked up to greet her with a friendly smile. Maya walked the aisles and piled her selections into the shopping tote she'd brought with her. A bundle of asparagus, a pork chop from a local ranch, a couple of potatoes, and a basket of blueberries. She thought for a moment, then added half a dozen eggs, also from a local farm, and a twisted loaf of raisin cinnamon bread for breakfast. a quart of cream in a little glass bottle, and a stick of butter finished off her food selections. She would walk back to the market tomorrow for more supplies for that night's dinner. She paid the friendly man at the counter, then stepped back outside once more. The wind had an added chill now, and she pulled her warm coat snugly around her. 
there was something so free and exhilarating about being dressed cosily enough to be comfortable in cold weather, she thought. She relished the feel of the brisk coolness on her face, while the soft coat kept her comfortably warm. When she arrived back at the cottage, Maya hung her coat by the door and then set the groceries on the counter. She pulled out a thick-bottomed frying pan and heated some butter in it, then tossed on the pork chop, which sizzled and began to let off a tempting smell. In another pan, she put the asparagus to steam in a little water. She washed one of the potatoes, cut it in half, and put it on a plate she found in the cupboard. It was lovely china, with a wreath of flowers around the edge. She popped the plate and potato into the microwave and set it to cook for several minutes. Then she washed the blueberries. As the pork sizzled and the asparagus gently steamed, she unpacked the rest of her groceries and stored them neatly in the refrigerator. After a few moments, her dinner was done. She poured herself a glass of water. Then she took the plate with the potato from the microwave and slid the pork chop and asparagus onto it. Scooping up a generous ball of butter, she plopped it on the potato, where it melted into a bright yellow pool like liquid sunshine. She buttered the asparagus too, then picked up her dinner and made her way to a round table by the window. This looked out towards the west, the ocean, and the setting sun. As she cut into her food, she watched the sky turn into a rainbow of colors, from yellow gold to crimson to deep purple and navy. She made it a point to savor each bite as she contemplated the natural show she was witnessing in the sky. As she ate and watched, she thought of the farms where this good food was produced. She took time to be grateful for this meal, and for all those who had made it possible. 
the setting sun was reduced to a glowing golden line on the horizon now. It sent out shining rays connecting the sky and the earth. Then it was gone, leaving a dusky beauty behind that made Maya catch her breath. Her meal was done, and she felt satisfied and peaceful. She returned to the kitchen and took her time cleaning her dishes and tidying up. Then she set a pot of water to boil. She selected a tea bag, lavender chamomile, from a caddy in the cupboard and brewed herself a cup. It emitted a wonderfully calming, flowery fragrance, along with a comforting cloud of warm steam. She placed the cup of tea carefully on the table by the couch, then went to the bedroom and slipped into her pajamas. Taking a throw from the closet, she went back to the couch and curled up comfortably under the thick, soft fabric. She picked up one of the nature guides on the table and looked through it as she sipped her warm tea. She read about the animals she might see in this area. Harbor seals and sea otters, brown pelicans, elephant seals, and seagulls and cormorants, as well as blue-banded hermit crabs and perhaps even whales off the coast. Tomorrow she would explore. She would visit a nearby seal colony, examine the tide pools for sea stars and urchins, and scan the skies for seabirds. But tonight, she was perfectly content to relax in this cozy cottage. When her tea was done, Maya picked up the blanket and folded it into a square. She placed it on the floor and sat down on it. She closed her eyes and breathed intentionally, in and out, in and out. With each breath in, she straightened and lengthened her spine, and with each breath out, she relaxed the muscles of her back, her jaw, her head, 
and her arms. For some time, she focused on her breathing, allowing her head to clear. When thoughts popped up, she observed them and released them, choosing to continually empty her mind and focus instead on the movement of her breath. When she was finished meditating, she stood slowly and stretched luxuriously. She reached up over her head, feeling her back muscles loosen and open up. Then, yawning deeply, she picked up her blanket and switched off the living room lights. She walked into the bedroom and finished preparing for bed. When she was ready, she slid under the comforter. The cotton sheets were soft and cool, and the thick comforter had a pleasing weight to it, despite its billowing, downy softness. She sighed with pleasure feeling the cover's comforting weight and the soft, smooth sheets enveloping her. Thank you, she told herself. Thank you for taking this time away. She had planned to read a book for a while to let herself grow sleepy but now she wasn't so sure. It felt so luxurious just to be here, at rest, her mind stilled and her body at ease, with nothing to do, nothing at all to do. She let her eyes close and just wallowed in the luxury of being at rest. Perhaps she would pick up her book in a little while, or perhaps not. It didn't matter. This moment was hers, to rest and restore her body and mind, in whatever way felt right. And that was just right by her. The next morning, Maya sighed contentedly and rolled over in bed. Her eyes were still closed, but she could sense sunshine streaming in through the window. 
she felt a downy comforter lying over her, and a cozy mattress supporting her body. Slowly, she remembered where she was. In a cottage along the coast of Northern California, close to the Pacific Ocean. She'd come here to get away from her daily routine and from modern technology, to reconnect with herself and the natural world. Today, she was looking forward to venturing further afield, exploring the rugged coastline, and hopefully spotting some of the various coastal wildlife in the area. She opened her eyes and saw the simple white-walled room of the small cottage she'd rented for the weekend. She then sat up in bed and stretched her arms luxuriously over her head. Blue skies and tree branches were visible outside the bedroom window. The branches waved rhythmically with what looked like a gentle sea breeze. Maya breathed in deeply and exhaled with intention. Then she swung her feet over the side of the bed and her toes touched the cool wooden floor. Fortunately, she had thought to bring her warm slippers, and she stepped into them now. She picked up her fluffy robe, which she had hung on the bedpost the night before, and wrapped it around her. Then she headed for the kitchen. Indirect sunlight gave the room a bright glow that made it pleasant and inviting. She decided to have breakfast before showering and dressing for the day. She was eager for the day's explorations, but there was no rush. So, she cooked herself a couple of the farm-fresh eggs she'd bought the night before, and brewed herself a cup of coffee. Picking up the steaming mug of dark coffee, she poured in cream from a small glass bottle that came from an organic Northern California dairy. She watched the coffee grow light with the swirling cream. Then she sliced off a thick chunk of raisin cinnamon bread, 
which she toasted and buttered. Its sweet aroma mingled temptingly with the scent of the coffee. Her goal for this weekend was to unplug and get back in touch with herself and the world, to rebuild her capacity to feel centered and to enjoy each moment as she lived it. And so, Maya focused on each of her actions, rediscovering the satisfaction of doing one thing at a time and giving it her full attention. She reveled in the simplicity of making good food and appreciating it. She ate her breakfast in front of the cottage window, where she could face out across the country road to an open field and the ocean beyond. The sky was wide open in her view, and she observed it at leisure while she ate. A handful of white clouds skittered across the sky, pushed by the morning breeze. Apart from those few clouds, the sky was a clear, light blue that seemed to invite adventure. After breakfast, Maya tidied up the kitchen and bedroom, then showered quickly. She dressed in layers to suit a sunny but breezy day on the coast. Sturdy shoes, an old baseball cap, and her cozy coat completed her outfit. Once she was all ready, she grabbed a water bottle and a nature guide to the area, stuffing them into her backpack. Then she went outside. The morning air felt cool and fresh on her face as she stepped onto the path that led from the cottage door to the road out front. The road ran up and down the coastline. It had a smattering of houses along one side, while the other side was lined with open fields. Just across the fields were bluffs that overlooked the Pacific. This was the route Maya took now, cutting across the road and through the fields towards the ocean. She saw artichokes 
growing on thick stalks in the next field over, but this one seemed to be, as yet, unplanted. She tramped through the field and came out by the craggy bluffs. The ocean lay below her, grey-blue and vast, stretching to the distant horizon. The sunshine glinted off the surface, twinkling in the clear morning. Waves splashed lazily over the rocky shoreline below, and seabirds swooped near the water, no doubt looking for their breakfast. The air felt salty and damp, fresh on her skin. The vegetation here overlooking the ocean, was a tangle of stubby ice plant and low native shrubs adapted to the salt and wind. A narrow path was worn into the vegetation. It ran along the bluffs, and she followed it now, heading northward, According to her map, there should be a way to get down to a little beach not far from here, and then there would be a seal colony some time after that. As she walked along the path, she enjoyed the feel of the packed dirt beneath her shoes. When was the last time she'd walked directly on the earth, she wondered, and not on pavement? Before long, she reached a place where the bluff dipped, and a canyon opened in front of her, with another path winding down a gentle slope. This side path led down to a small beach. She made her way to the beach and stepped onto firm, dark sand. It was still slightly damp from the high tide. Her shoes made crisp prints in the moist sand. She crunched along to a drier section of the beach, where the tide didn't reach. Her shoes sunk deeper into the softer, dry sand. Here, she saw piles of pebbles and shells. She bent over to investigate and discovered that the beach was littered with pieces of abalone shell. These beautiful shells 
aren't much different from clamshells on the outside. But on the inside, they shimmer with a swirling, iridescent rainbow of greens and blues and purples and silvers. The shells are large when they're intact, but Maya didn't see any full shells around. Instead, she saw dozens or hundreds of pieces of shell shining with rainbow swells worn smooth around the edges by the waves. There were pieces as big as silver dollars and tiny pieces that shone like pearls and all the sizes in between. She gazed in fascination, picking up some of the most beautiful and running her fingers over the silky smooth bits of shell. After picking up and dropping a dozen or more pieces, all of them stunningly lovely, she selected a favorite and tucked it into her pocket. Then she meandered close to the water and looked at the waves washing over the sand. A wave would run up over the beach in a froth of white foam, then rush back out just as quickly, leaving a sheen of wetness that disappeared in an instant. There would be a glimpse of the patch of damp sand before it was washed over once again by another foaming wave. The pattern was so simple and repetitive, yet at the same time, each wave was unique. Each line of foam came up a little further, or a little less far than the one before and the pattern of damp sand it left behind had a different contour each time. And somehow, these tiny changes were mesmerizing as she watched the ancient and ethereal ebb and flow of the water against the earth the same pounding of wave after wave, day and night, year after year, had ground stone into sand, the very sand that formed this beach. Maya inhaled and felt the dampness of the ocean spray in the air. 
Then she turned and headed north along the edge of the water. She saw a rocky patch of land up ahead, and she suspected there would be some tide pools there for her to explore. Sure enough, she soon spotted round pools of water glistening atop the wide, flat rocks. She stepped gingerly onto the rocky ground, paying attention to where she laid her feet in order to avoid slipping or crushing any seashells. Approaching one of the pools, she leaned closer to peer into it. The water was perfectly still and clear, allowing her to see the world below the surface just as well as she could see above it. That tiny world of the tide pool was colorful and diverse. A large sea anemone swayed just below the surface, such a bright pink as to be almost neon. Nearby it was an urchin, round, spiky, and a deep purple color. A sunset orange sea star nestled on the other side of the pool, and a tiny greenish crab skittered along the bottom. As Maya watched and observed, she saw a shadow flit across the surface of the water, and looked up to see a seagull swooping to perch a little way ahead. A burst of wind gusted across the rocks, sending a line of ripples rushing over the tide pool like a set of tiny waves. She straightened up and looked around. She wanted to reach the seal colony, if she could, before leaving the beach in search of her lunch. She knew the seal beach was a bit further on, so now Maya walked with more intention rather than wandering from sight to sight. She enjoyed the feel of the walk itself now, stretching her limbs, her feet pounding the damp ground, the air stirring softly around her as she moved forward with purpose. Her mind wandered pleasantly and aimlessly as she focused her attention on the movement of her body.
she was immersed in her senses, the feel of her own movement, the brisk air, and the warming sun, the sound of the waves and the birds, the smell and taste of the sea salt in the fresh air, and the sights all around her of this bright morning at the edge of the great Pacific Ocean. And then another sound drew her attention to a stretch of beach just coming into view around an outcropping of rock. She heard something moving across the sand, and she realized she was reaching the seal colony. She slowed her stride and moved more softly. She didn't want to disturb the animals. Looking around in a partially protected cove, she saw an enchanting sight. Dozens of seals lay on the beach, while others dragged themselves determinedly across the sand. Babies lie next to their mothers, and groups of larger seals piled together, soaking up the sunshine. Looking towards the water, she saw more seals of all sizes dipping and diving through the grey-green waves. Their nimble movements looked like so much fun that she felt a momentary urge to join them in a swim, even though she knew the ocean waters would feel icy cold to her fur-free skin. So instead, she found a dry rock with a smooth, gently curved surface. She sat down, and the rock was surprisingly comfortable. It was firm and cool, but contoured softly from years of waves and weather. This was the perfect perch for her to watch the seals. She observed the varied colors and markings of their fur, noticing that each seal was a little different from its fellows, unique in its own beautiful way. Most of all, she observed their behavior. The way the dozing ones roused themselves now and then to scratch an itch, nudge one of their neighbors, or suddenly flop down towards the water. 
the way the seals lumbered with effort over the sand, but swam with such incredible grace. And the way the swimming seals looked like dancers or acrobats, flipping and turning through the water with the greatest of ease. After a time, she saw one of the seals come up with a fish, and that prompted her to notice that she too was beginning to feel ready for lunch. She rose slowly from the rock, reminding herself of a dozing seal bestirring itself to flop towards the sea, and she turned to head back down the beach the way she'd come. There was a staircase built into the sandy cliff just before the seal colony, where she could climb up to the bluffs overlooking the ocean. Nearby was the market, where she'd bought her groceries for this weekend, and near that market, she knew there was a little cafe. That was where she would have lunch, she planned. The cafe had been closed last night when she picked up her groceries, but she'd checked its hours and remembered that it should be open now. So she found the staircase and climbed the few but steep stairs. They were simple wooden steps embedded into the sloping cliffside. Little plants and flowers sprouted around the weather-worn timber. At the top, she looked around to take in her bearings and spotted the food market. And as expected, there was the cafe not far beyond. A mural of a seascape was painted in vibrant colors on the exterior of the cafe, and a handful of tables were set out in front, marking it open for business. Before she headed in the direction of the cafe, though, Maya turned and looked back to where she'd been. This was another of her goals for this weekend. In addition to staying present to the moment, building her attention and focusing on her senses, she wanted to build the habit of taking pauses to appreciate what she did and where she'd been, rather than always rushing blindly forward. 
so she looked back over the bluffs onto the beach below, and she was rewarded with a panoramic view of the seal's cove against the backdrop of the expansive sea. The coastline curved away on both sides. It was a charming tableau, and she gazed on it, letting the sparkling picture settle into her memory. Then she turned again towards the picturesque cafe and the promise of lunch. She felt pleasantly hungry now, and she knew she would enjoy her food. When she arrived at the building, a young woman came out of the open door and greeted Maya, inviting her to be seated at a table of her choice. Maya selected the closest table, which was covered with a colorful cloth depicting local sea life. She accepted a menu and reviewed the options. She was hungry from the morning's exercise, so she opted for a hearty lunch of fish and chips made with locally caught fish, of course. She added a freshly squeezed orange juice to the order, too. Maya enjoyed resting her legs, feeling the sun on her skin, and taking in the views as she waited for her food. In what felt like a short time, the young woman was back, carrying a plate with fish and chips steaming on top. It smelt delicious, and Maya was full of anticipation as she thanked the waitress warmly. She picked up a piece of lemon to squeeze over the fish. Then she lifted a morsel, blew on it to dissipate the heat, and gingerly took a bite. It was tender inside a perfectly crispy exterior, and every bit as delicious as it smelled. She closed her eyes for a second to savor the taste, then opened them again and looked around at the scenery. This was a simple, lovely spot, the view sparse but magnificent, the fields across the road were ragged and half-wild-looking, and the bluffs beyond sported a covering of low vegetation 
adapted to the coastal wind. She couldn't see the beach below them, but she could see the ocean stretching out beyond, whipped into white caps here and there below the white gold sun. The sky was a bleached out blue that spoke of fresh air and sea winds. Seabirds moved across it in the distance, like tiny ships sailing the air currents. She had been away from home less than 24 hours, but already Maya could feel that her experiment was a success. She was feeling at peace in a way she hadn't for quite some time. An ever-present tension which she hadn't even realized she carried seemed to have seeped out of her body. Tomorrow afternoon, she would return to her regular life, and she would enjoy it. However, she would be careful to retain some of the intention and mindfulness she was cultivating during this getaway. Of course, She wouldn't always be calm and mindful, she knew. She wouldn't always be perfectly peaceful, or perfectly anything for that matter. And that was all right. But she would continue to return to this mental place of intention and she knew that whenever she needed to, she could correct her course by granting herself another period of unplugging, another reset. She knew that she carried this peace within her, and she had the knowledge and the means to bring it to the surface when she needed it most, by taking intentional action to rediscover it. And because this feeling was within her, nothing in the outer world could ever truly take it away. She smiled, breathed in deeply, and welcomed tomorrow, even as she savoured today. She would enjoy the rest of her time here, on the beautiful California coast, 
secure in the knowledge that she could always find peace and contentment whenever she needed it.